Hey, hey, and welcome back to Joy Camp. This is your host, Kristen. You guys, today we're going to dig into some of the keys to happiness. We are going to dig into how we show up in our day and why that matters to our happiness and our joy. Hi, and welcome to Joy Camp. This is your host, Kristen Fitch. I'm an encourager, a joy coach, and I am a faith-led entrepreneur, and I'm here to lead you to a more joyful state of mind every day, no matter what is going on in your life. Let's banish our burnout. Let's push away the anxiety and stress that we're feeling. Let's tap back into our joy and our happiness that's already there. We just need to uncover it. So find a quiet spot, put on your comfy clothes, and grab your favorite beverage, and let's find more joy in our day. Here we go. Let's dive right in. Okay, so listen, it is the beginning of December. This is a crazy busy month for so many of us. It is often a season charged with busyness, a season charged with lots of emotions, right? Whether it's because you've um, lost a loved one, maybe you're not able to get home and see your family, but there's a lot of emotions running high this month. There's both a lot of goodwill will and cheer, but along with that is a lot of stress of finding the perfect gifts and trying to travel for the holidays. So today we're going to dig into what are some of the keys to happiness that you can apply to your life this week to make you a little more joyful. And to kick us off, I actually want to share two uh, little excerpts from the book Undistracted by author Bob Goff uh, on this topic. Okay, here's what he says, and I love this, and then we're going to kind of dissect it. Here's a surprising thing, though. Most of us never decide to be happy. I bet most of us think happy is a result of other choices, but that's not all of it. Sure, circumstances can truly be can be truly awful, but feeling happy is a choice just like any other. It's not that we don't want to be happy. We just get distracted by so many unhappy things that we never get back around to happiness. Perhaps we think we need an invitation or permission to be happy. And what if we want happy feelings to transition into a deep abiding joy with a longer shelf life? He says this, consider this in stark contrast to our complicated decision tree, a child makes less than 10% of the decisions adults make each day. Maybe one of the benefits of the childlike faith Jesus said we need is that there are fewer decisions to make and hence fewer distractions to manage. Have you seen a kid with a pile of Legos? It's like the rest of the world doesn't even exist. They are lost in the beautiful singularity of creative joy and purpose they find in their play. They don't care if they are early or late for the next thing. They are fully present and completely undistracted. All the while, heaven dances and celebrates the simple beauty of a child at play and invites us to do the same. Perhaps we should take a lesson or two from children around us, get fully engrossed in something lasting we care about, eliminate some of the decisions we make, and find our joy again. And then he says, Most people hope they'll find happiness at home. But the hard truth is they aren't around long enough to experience what's already waiting for them there. Simple and complicated distractions take us away from the people we love. When this occurs, the result is both subtle and toxic. We start to settle for proximity rather than presence with each other. Know what I mean? You will know this is happening if you, to you, if you only listen for the highlights in your loved one's conversation without taking note of the emotions and the body language that are present in the room. These distractions are masked in familiar disguises like careers, appointments, and promotions. They invade our homes and come dressed as extracurricular activities, sports, and electronic screens. They look like business calls and video games and Zoom conferences and television shows, in committees and meetings, and sometimes even churches. 
If we want to live more un- live more undistracted lives, we need to get real and admit the busyness is actually hijacking our joy. Here's the good news. We can fix all of this just as easily as we messed it up. Get a couple of baseball gloves and talk to your loved ones about your day as you throw the ball around. If you answer your so- cell phone while playing catch, you'll lose teeth. This is what it looks like to really get some skin in the game. Get some wood and light a fire. Find some chairs and fill them with people you haven't connected with in a while. Then watch the flames dance. Go ahead and get some smoke on you. And the next day your clothes will smell like a dozen great conversations. He says this. Do this with some urgency too. You don't have as much time as you think you have. Take it from a guy who's been around for a while. There's a saying that I've found to be generally true. The days are long, but the years are short. If you fill your days with trivial stuff, you will look up one day in a in a year or a decade or a half century will have passed. Don't wait until you're old to ask yourself, what have I done with all that time? Why not ask yourself right now, what am I going to do with all of the time ahead of me? What do you want your answer to be? Once you decide what you want the future to look like, make a couple of moves like, like your life is actually yours to live because it is. Quit the job, call the friend, make the apology, launch the dream, take the shot. Heaven is just hoping we will. You guys, that is so good. Tell me so much wisdom, so many kernels in there for us to take out and dissect. And I think here's the first two points I want to make. We choose. We choose two things. We choose how we show up in our day with our attitude, right? We choose how we want to be, right? Do we want to be in a bad mood? Do we want to be all frazzled and snipping at people? Or do we want to choose to slow it down a little bit and show up as a person that's grounded, that's calm, and is showing up joyful. So that's a choice. So our, our the way we show up, right, our disposition and our attitude, we can choose that every day and in every scenario. Doesn't mean we'll be perfect, but we can keep showing up and keep choosing. When we don't like how we're showing up with our attitude or uh, the way we're interacting with people, we can choose to change it right then. Number two, we choose how we're showing up in our day as far as our time. No one else is controlling our schedules but us. Now, yes, if you have a job and you work for someone else, then yes, you may have set hours, but we can always negotiate. We can always get a different job. We can always set our schedule when we're not at work. Everything is negotiable and we have the power to change our schedule and how we spend our time. So here is a couple quick tips that you can consider and try to really assess your day, assess your week to be more joyful. The first is look at your schedule. Each week, look at your schedule. Is it only filled with work and obligation or are you adding in time to spend with people you care about? Are you making people a priority and are you making experiences a priority? Doing something you enjoy, doing it, you know, trying a new hobby, Going, you know, this is a holiday season, so going to a Christmas or a Hanukkah or something event, right, that puts you in a great mood and just gets you kind of into the season. So first is look at your schedule. Make sure you're making time for people because that's what matters. Pick people and experiences over obligation and booking yourself up with more work and more, you know, busyness, if you will. And then the next thing is, You can show up and be fully present in the moment, especially with the people you care about. So pay attention. Are you being present? Are you listening? Are you looking at them in the eye? 
Or are you distracted on your phone? Or every time your phone makes a little noise, you're picking it up. We have to pay attention. So be fully present with the people that you care about most. And then be fully present in the activity you're doing. Are you watching a show that you're really interested in, but you're scrolling on Facebook as well at the same time? You're not being fully present to either activity. Next is, how can you make less decisions in your day? We do this by making uh, plans, right? So for instance, knowing what I'm going to have for dinner tonight, tomorrow night, maybe, you know, using one of the same ingredients. It can be, you know, planning your outfits for the week. There's so many ways to make less decisions throughout the day so that at the end of the day, you don't have decision fatigue, right? We're not worn out by our decisions. But the thing is, we choose to show up in our day to be happy. It is a choice. It is a state of mind. So envision something I'll call a joy meter, right? Imagine it's a circle with it pointing at the very top and that being full joy, right? Like a, a circle fully filled. But if you envision that throughout the day, think to yourself, how filled up am I? How joyful am I right now? And if you find that that joy meter is going down, 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 and you're basically kind of tapped out of it, then ask yourself, what can I do right now to reset, to bring back up that level of joy? Think of it a little bit like some of the Christmas shows in the past I've seen have like a a Santa or like a um, belief meter, right? And basically Santa's sleigh will not get off the ground unless there's enough kids, enough adults that believe in the magic of Santa. It's kind of like that for yourself. If you think about this joy meter, right? Or you, is your joy bucket, if you will, filled up? Every time it becomes depleted, you can make a choice then to stop what you're doing and to reset. How do you get back a little more joy? Is it taking a five minute walk to like take a break from whatever's frustrating you? Is it turning off the television or getting off of Facebook and coloring or writing a letter to someone that you care about or sending a text to somebody to say, Hey, I was just thinking about you. We can do small things throughout our day to lower our stress, to increase our joy and our happiness. We have the choice to keep choosing Every minute and every hour, we get to choose again if we're going to fill back up this joy meter or we're going to keep letting it get depleted. So when you go into your day, ask yourself, what am I filling my day with? It is, is it little moments and interactions with people that are filling me up, you know, that are filling up my joy meter or is it depleting me? Do I keep choosing to step into my day so booked and overscheduled that I'm overwhelmed and I don't feel much joy? If that's where you're at, We can make small changes every day to step up how we're feeling. Don't wait till tomorrow. Pick one thing you can do today. One little thing. It can be just a two minute change that you make in your day and you'll feel better. Last tip. Gratitude always helps us feel more joyful. So send that little note, send a little text, get in the habit of every day, sending a little message or making a phone call, calling someone, telling them that you, you know, that you, they matter to you. Post something positive. You know, we have enough negative content in the world. What we could use more of is people spreading joy, people spreading kindness, people spreading positivity, people spreading, spreading respect and truthfulness. Okay. So let's just be the people that are showing up in the world to spread something positive. Let's refrain from any negativity. All right. So 
I hope you'll find more joy in your day and in your week, especially during this holiday season, which can get into crazy hustle and bustle. Find time to slow down. Find time to connect with your family. A great way to do that is pull out the board games, pull out the old school fun, you know, sit in front of the Christmas tree if you're celebrating uh, Christmas, sip on hot chocolate or hot tea or whatever your drink of choice is, and just take it in. Have a conversation with a friend, pop by someone's house. So until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll see you back here soon. Thanks again for listening to Joy Camp. If you enjoyed the show, share it with a friend. And we would love it if you could leave us a rating review on Apple Podcasts because it helps more people discover our show and live a more joyful life. If you're ready to take your joy to the next level and you want more resources, go to joycamp.us and there are workbooks and there are upcoming courses that you cannot sign up for. We would love to connect with you there. So go ahead and check that out. And like we said, share this episode with a friend. 